a gang opened a fake police station. No more Hitler wine will be produced. And a French jail allowed some go-karting. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian, a one-man show here for your, for your enjoyment, for your entertainment, for you to learn something. Yes, I'm trying to contribute to your growth. An Indian gang ran a fake police station. That's right, a fake police station was run by an Indian gang. They operated a fake police station from a hotel for eight months. Eight months running a fake police station where they even dressed up as police. <laughs> was, was, was no one alarmed that a, a second more recent police station just appeared out of nowhere <laughs> on your street? <laughs> oh, no, don't worry. This is just a pop-up. Yeah, we're going to be here for a little while. About eight months. That should do the trick. <laughs> the pretending to be police officers, like total acting. How far did they take it? I want to know. Like, yes, I am Officer O'Shaughnessy. You don't look like an Officer O'Shaughnessy. No, trust me, I am Officer O'Shaughnessy. <laughs> this is Sergeant O'Malley. Yes, I am Sergeant o O'Malley. You don't look like an O'Malley. No, trust me, I am Sergeant O'Malley. We're going to walk our German Shepherd police dog right now. That's not a German Shepherd, bro. Looks like a corgi. Says here these fake police officers with their fake police station and their fake badges and their fake police dog and their fake police cars and their fake tickets. It says it is believed that they extorted a lot of money from a lot of people in the area. Pfft, how sad. People giving these fake police their money. Well, I can see how it would happen. How do you tell the difference between a fake police officer and a real one if they do a good job? They go and get that great authentic police uniform on ebay you might not know the difference when you're in trouble you just want to get out of it you'll just give them your cash you know that's what you do in countries like this you, you give them cash and they let you go so i've heard and some unsuspecting people were taken advantage of it sounds like incidents of fraudsters pretending to be police or soldiers is actually common in india did you know that i had no idea people pretending to be police or soldiers is it for the free drinks it says here in India, there is widespread fear of and respect for all those in uniform. But setting up a fake police station really takes the scam up a level. Yeah, it certainly does. I still don't understand how it could go on for eight months. How, how don't the regular police know that this is a fake police station? In eight months, they've never driven by it. They just, they never bumped into these fake police officers. I'm <sighs> just astounded that this could go on for eight months. I really am. This gang is really something. Uh, they're located in Bihar State. It says here they set up shop barely 500 meters from the home of the actual local police chief. <laughs> they were right near the home of the actual police chief. Wow. He had no clue. Says they wore uniforms with rank badges and carried guns. They would charge money to local people coming into the fake police station to file complaints and cases while pocketing cash from others by promising to help them secure social housing or even secure jobs on the police force. <laughs> yes, I would like a job on your police force. <clears throat> Sorry, uh, you want a job on our police force? Okay. Well, you came to the right place because we, we are not a fake police force. Just want to let you know that. This is not a fake police station. Either, we want you to know that. 
Please, if you could, ignore those uh, lit up signs that say hotel. All right. This is not a hotel. It's a police station. Okay. We're taking applications right now. It's going to cost you some rupees, bro. Lot of rupees. Now, it says here this gang, in addition to taking over the hotel, they paid people from the largely rural area daily wages of about 500 rupees to pretend to be other police officers working at the station as well. Because there wasn't enough guys in the gang to outsource. Where can we get some fake employees? Ah, (laughs) it's probably a website for that. Okay, how did the scam fall apart? Well, it fell apart when a genuine police officer spotted two members of the gang carrying guns made in local workshops instead of service-issue weapons. So it looks like they noticed the guns they were carrying weren't authentic service-issue weapons. Strange how you spotted the small gun but didn't notice the large police station that is also or was a hotel. You didn't notice that? (laughs) The the larger visual object involved in their operation, the fake police station. <laughs> like they spotted them by by their shoes. They weren't wearing authentic police officer shoes. <laughs> yeah, how about that fake police station with the lights and the jail? It says here at least six members of the gang, including two ladies, were arrested, but the ringleader of this fake police force gang is still at large. Uh, They're hoping to get some more information to catch this ringleader. I would check at your local fire department. Perhaps he's not pretending to be a fire chief. No more Hitler wine. An Italian winemaker just announced plans to discontinue a very controversial range of wines whose labels feature images of dictators, including Benito Mussolini and Adolf Hitler. Vini Lunardelli, which launched the so-called historical wines in 1995, will cease producing the entire line of wines, according to the Italian newspaper La Repubblica. This winemaker is located near Udine, 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 in Italy's northeastern Friuli, Friuli, Venezia, Venezia, Giulia. Good effort, Jonesy. Why do I even try? This area is known for its wine bottles emblazoned with pictures of Joseph Stalin, Francisco Franco, Henrik Himmler. The move to phase out the wine range comes as Andrea Lunardelli, age 57, prepares to take over the management of the company from his father, who is aged 80. Uh, Lunardelli told the media that both he and his father were tired of all this controversy surrounding... Hitler wine. He stressed that we are not Nazis and ours has never been an apology for fascism either. The decision to quit producing the wine range follows years of controversy, years of complaints from Jewish groups as well as negative international media coverage and even death threats. The wines, which also feature labels with Nazi slogans, are sold legally in more than 50 outlets in Italy and are often bought by foreign tourists. The controversial wines are also available via the winery's website, which states, This is a commercial site only. We deny any kind of political propaganda. Out of the 2,000, I'm sorry, 20,000 bottles from the Lunar Deli historical wine line sold each year, about 12,000 feature Hitler, 6,000 Mussolini. Looks like Hitler takes the cake with most wine bottles sold each year. I imagine people buy them as practical jokes or something. Or... 
or, or maybe for hatred. I don't know. It could be for hatred. <laughs> they could send it to people that, you know, they don't like. I'd imagine it's a terrible thing to do. I'm just trying to imagine who is the target audience for the Hitler wine. <laughs> it's a, huh, I'd imagine there are people out there that are fans of this man still. They are out there. You know, you'll find little pockets of just weirdos all over the place. Uh, I would buy this wine as a joke to bring to a party, you know, just for a gag. That would, that, I mean, I kind of have a sense of humor like that. A little dark, a little dark. Um, but other than that, I don't know why you would be buying this. And it's so strange that they sold it for so many years despite going through all the controversy. Why not just dump it years ago and get rid of your agita, as they say in Italy? It's, I mean, the Hitler wine's giving you agita. Just dump it, bro. Yeah, you're a winery. You could just do other things. How about you make some wine with some recently passed away sports figures like Bill Russell or Vin Scully or like a Kobe wine? That'd be pretty cool. I'm just trying to think of an option for these people because I don't think Stalin's cutting the mustard, man. Yay! The French Justice Ministry is in trouble over go-karting. France's Justice Ministry is under pressure to explain why it allowed some games to take place at the country's second largest prison. Games inspired by reality TV. Uh, there is a political row that erupted after a 25-minute long video of some prisoners taking place in go-karting. Some prisoners go-karting at the Fresnes Jail. In addition to go-karting, the prisoners were participating in other challenges in the prison courtyard. Uh, the games had a similarity to a French reality TV show based on the Survivor format. Oh, just having some fun Survivor games in the courtyard. You know, nothing to see here. We have a justice minister named Eric. Can't pronounce his last name. He described the video as shocking. He's the minister. He ordered an internal inquiry. Claims he didn't know anything about it, although his ministry's communications department was reported to have approved this project, and they even saw the video before it was broadcast to ensure there were no safety concerns or security concerns. <laughs> They're like, nah, this is fine. This can go out. A video of prisoners go-karting around the courtyard. This is fine for the public to see. We want to know their tax dollars are going to good use, making the prisoners happy on the weekends. We got a quote here from our French justice minister. He's probably got a French accent, and I'm probably going to butcher it. Let's try. Oh, the fight against reoffending involves rehabilitating, but certainly doesn't involve go-karts. That was pretty good. The media reported that the approval for this event and the release of the video had been made at the highest level of the ministry. Wow. They thought this was a great idea. <laughs> the event is believed to have also been approved by the French prison authority. How does go-karts land on your table for discussion at the prison authority or the justice ministry? In other news, you guys want to talk about what we should do about the jails? Yeah, I'm thinking uh, let them drive around in go-karts. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. We got a guy here named Jimmy. He's a prison governor. He defended this event saying it was a fraternal occasion for the prisoners. And in addition, the games raised almost 2,000 euro for charity. Well, that's pretty cool. I suppose you can let them race around if it's going to raise money for charity. I'm kind of okay with that. There's a quote here from an angry citizen who says, The minister has to explain these images. This video has shocked many French people. 
and many victims as well. Behind every prisoner, there is a victim. Do you think a victim is going to enjoy seeing prisoners having fun and bonding with the guards? Well, yeah, this person makes a very good point as well. So, you know, at first I thought it'd be okay if it was for charity, but now I might be convinced otherwise. Yeah, perhaps not have this. Uh, definitely don't put it on video if you're going to do it. You want to raise money with an event, don't record it, put it on YouTube, you know. A French prison's official said that none of those taking part in these games at the prison had been convicted of murder or rape and that the event had not cost taxpayers a penny. All right, well, now we're hearing from the other side as well. Uh, it's a tricky situation. I do like the charity angle, though. You know, people need help out there. And if you can set up a little sporting event that the prisoners might enjoy, that also we can bet on. You know, prison go-karts, whatever it is. Um, and then you take that money and you do good You do good things with that money in the world? What's wrong with that? What was that movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger plays a, a wrongly imprisoned man and he has to fight to the death? The prisoners have to fight. So, what was it called? Running Man? It's a pretty good movie, right? Have you guys seen that? All right. I'm a little high, in case you didn't know. Hi, everyone. I'm not going to do an outro. I'm just going to publish some phone calls, okay? If you'd like to hear some phone calls from listeners, just chill. If you'd like to call the show, it's 646-450-2012. Yeah, man. Hi, Jonesy. It's Nicholas from Paris calling you again. I call because I really enjoyed your piece about Bouncy Castle regulations. And thank you for comparing it to gun regulations because, I mean, the the risk of dying in a bouncy castle is, is so high. Yeah, sure, it, it needs regulation. I mean, I live in France, and we have regulations on both guns and bouncy castle. Hell, we even have European regulations on bouncy castle. So, unfortunately, I guess we will not have uh, so much you know, trouble with Bouncy Castle anymore. But, you know, we're a special country. Uh, even snails need to buy tickets uh, if you take snails with you on the train ride. So, well, now that's, well, maybe some kind of over, over-regulation uh, in here. I don't know. I don't know. We'll check that out later. Uh, maybe I'll send you a piece regarding some, well, of stupid and sometimes old French loaves. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll try to email you someday. But, you know, I really enjoyed uh, your piece, and I can wait for Florida Friday uh, tomorrow morning. So, well, keep up the good work, and good luck with your life, man. Bye-bye. Hi, Gen Z. It's Connie from Cedartown, Georgia. I just listened to your podcast from Tuesday, and in the story about the um, Frank Ocean penis rings he kept saying if you you would wear the golden diamond one if you were you meant to say conceiving a child but you kept saying consuming (laughs) which made it even funnier to me (laughs) and I thought oh my god he said it again (laughs) so I couldn't help it I was cracking up so I just had to call (laughs) But um, I was going 
going to have to make this short. I'm getting ready to go to work. But I would wish you and all the weirdos a happy hump day. Everybody have a great day. Love y'all. Bye. Hello. It's your blind friend, Kirsty. Um, not a comment on the story as such, but I was just listening to the album Planet Zero by Shinedown. I don't know if you've heard it or if it's your kind of thing, but when I was listening to it, I just thought, I need to tell Jonesy about this. You should listen to this album. Anyway, I hope you do, and I hope you end up liking it. Let me know what you think. Alexa, hang up.